Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage, and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello there. So good to be with you this week. I always feel so happy when I'm talking to you. It really lifts my heart. And thank you to so many people who are sending me little messages and telling me their the story of their experience of listening to this little podcast. I love that. My apologies. I've got a little snuffle this week. I've been doing my little voice exercises, but you might pick it up. Now, somebody told me yesterday that they thought I was a bit of a Pollyanna. You'll know who you are if you're listening. And when I inquired a bit more, they said that I was relentlessly positive. Hmm, relentlessly positive. That's a voice exercise in itself. I got the feeling that they meant it in a really honest and straightforward way, that it was kind of a benign observation. And I certainly didn't take any offence. But I thought about what they said for about two beats. And then I realised, hmm, I am quite disciplined about being positive. So I guess I work at it. I get so many opportunities to be worried and to be cynical. Well, you can't really live in this world without feeling that way, can you? There are so many days when the choice to be anxious or grumpy just seems like the best choice, but it isn't. But anyway, you know, I think we get to choose. We choose who we are in any given moment. I coach a number of amazing people, wonderful individuals, leaders and executives, and I often advise them in times of trouble or when stress is really high. I'll say to them, how might you be the person right now that your future self would be proud of? Hmm, how can we be the person right now that our future self is going to look back on and feel kind of proud? So I guess that is, how might we choose? It's so easy to be pushed about by our feelings and circumstances, especially when anxiety is an all-time high. So I had this really interesting experience recently and it helped me to see that we do the work and then one day when we need it, everything falls into place and we realise we have come so far. So if you're thinking, when am I going to change? When am I going to learn? Well, the good news is you are learning and you are changing. Anyway, let me share my story with you. I was travelling from Berlin to Prague by train. It was a number of weeks ago and I was with my partner. And my partner is the dearest kind of soul. So I was travelling with an injury. Unfortunately, I had this little compressed nerve in my lower back And I was experiencing that dreadful shooting pain and weakness that you get when you have a compressed nerve right down my leg. Anyway, that's not the story. The train was full and um, the train line had neglected to attach a carriage. So everyone traveling in first class with me had no seat. And once we got used to the chaos and our irritability had worn itself out, we all found different places in the train to sit. 
Anyway, we sat in the dining car and we ate fried eggs. It was really quite delicious. Anyway, the moment came when we arrived in Prague at that big train station and we had a fair bit of luggage. Getting off the train was tricky for me with this injury and my kind partner said to me, give me your handbag, I'll carry that for you. Oh, that's lovely, I thought. On our way to the taxi, he stopped at an ATM to draw out some Czech kroners. You probably know where this is going. When we collected ourselves and I was really steady on my little walking stick and I was ready to hail a cab, I turned to my partner and I said very casually, where's my handbag, sweetheart? And I knew immediately from his face that he'd either run over a very large dog or he'd left my handbag containing my passport, my wallet and all my credit cards and my iPhone at the ATM machine. He disappeared into the distance. And that's when this really unusual thing happened in my head. Or was it my heart? You'll have to decide. Anyway, I thought, and it was as clear as anything, the thought came into my head, this doesn't have to be anyone's fault. Hmm. You don't have to assign any blame because you can get to choose how this story goes. Well, I thought about that for a while and he returned 10 minutes later, totally full of remorse, as you can imagine. I'm so sorry, he said. I feel quite sick about what I've done, but I left your handbag at the ATM and now it's gone. And I turned to him and I said, you know what? I think we're going to find the handbag. Anyway, we, I went on this sort of hobbling search and I came across these two police officers. They spoke very little English and I explained about the handbag, the passport, the purse and they laughed at me and they said, you'll never see it again and they explained that the train station was full of drug addicts and thieves and it's gone. Poof, they said and they laughed and spoke to each other in Czech and walked away. Hmm. I thought, but what if it is found? What if someone does find it and they want to return it to me? Where might I go to search for it? Anyway, I kept looking for another 10 minutes, asking shop owners. And just as I was heading back to my partner to call it a day, I bumped into those police officers again. But this time they looked quite different. We have your passport, we think, he said, slightly excited, but not wanting to get too excited. Anyway, I followed him to the train station and there was my handbag with all the contents laid out on a long table and there were these five police officers standing around the table and one said, ask her, what is missing? And they kept asking me and they pushed my purse towards me, what is missing? But nothing was missing and I told them nothing is missing and I opened my leather purse and all my cards and money were intact. My passport was there and my phone was there. All my old tissues were there in my scrappy notebook, and they looked amazed. One in 100, one police officer said as they waved me goodbye. Now, I've thought about that story a lot. I don't think my state of mind made my handbag return, and I don't think I caused a miracle of good fortune to happen. Not at all. I think the hard work of training our breath of sitting on the meditation cushion, or of softening our heart, or the hard work of making small choices to see another way forward every single day is this discipline of relentless positivity. And I think it pays off.
So I thought of something that Anais Nin had said. She said that anxiety is love's greatest killer. It creates the failures. It makes others feel as you might when a drowning man holds on to you. You want to save him, but you know he will strangle you with his panic. So when you get the choice this week to panic, to let anxiety rise up, to open that gateway to cynicism, make a different choice. That's what I did. Until next time, may you be well, may you be happy, and may you be the person your future self will be just so proud of. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.